You're listening to the Hello CEO podcast. I'm your host, Alora Rochelle. As a wedding photographer turned business coach, I've learned a ton of lessons while building a six-figure wedding photography business. If you're an overwhelmed photographer seeking ways to scale your business by spending less time and making more money, then this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable tips and strategies all about mindset, marketing, and sales so you can grow a profitable photography business like a CEO without the hustle and the overwhelm. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, CEOs and future CEOs. Welcome back to another episode. I am going to be talking today about the three reasons why your marketing isn't working right now. And right now inside of The Wedding CEO, I am going to launch a challenge called Summer of Sales because actually the summertime is one of the busiest times. Like everybody takes a vacation, everybody falls off the grid, And meanwhile, people are making more money than ever and they're ready to buy, right? And so if you have clients that are sitting on the fence already or they follow you or they have been liking your work, the next step would be to really draw them in and convince them to buy. One of the main things I see wrong with marketing is that everybody thinks that their clients should just come to them. They should be drawn to everything that I put out there and the right clients will work with me and that's all I need to do. I just need to make sure everything looks pretty. And while that does solidify your brand presence, your brand can be electric if it's really strong. There are a lot of other ways that you can kind of get someone from every angle to get them to buy, to invite them to buy, right? To get them in your orbit and constantly consuming your content and being like, wow, I really want to work with this person. So personally, I think that one of the biggest things that people don't do with marketing is work on their messaging. If you don't know like who you are in the brand process, then you're not going to know what to say because you have no idea what you stand for. You have no idea what your content pillars are. You have no idea about anything. You're just putting everything out there, hoping it sticks, hoping it resonates with somebody. And while that can work in early stages, you can only do that for so long because you get like kind of brainless and you're just trying things. And it's almost like you're crashing and burning, throwing spaghetti at the wall. You know what I mean? So it becomes an unending cycle and nobody wants to get lost in the cycle of constantly feeling like they have to create content to get a like to attract more clients, to widen their audience. We want your messaging to do the work for you. And so you need to know your content pillars. You need to know the things that describe you, your business, your values, your company, what you offer. And that is probably one of the key things is like, how in the world are you gonna tell people they need to hire you, they need to work with you, if you don't even know why they need to work with you. Like what is it that you are offering? What is it that you're selling? What is your number two, your USP? What is your unique service proposition? What is something that nobody else does that you do? Which is why we have a deep dive guide inside of our program because a lot of the times clients will say, oh, I know exactly. I'm gonna breeze right through this. I'm this. I'm gonna just finish this in like a day or a couple hours. And then they wind up taking a little bit of time because it's drawing answers out of them that they didn't know about themselves, that they didn't know that they wanted to offer, that they didn't know that mattered to them. 
that's going to be the thing that sets you apart. And so once you figure out what that is, you can just constantly talk about it. And the people that resonate with your vision and your values, they're going to take notice. They're going to take notice and they're really going to be drawn to you. And then the next step, of course, eventually would be inviting them to work with. So those two things, unsure of your content pillars, figure that part out. Um, really understand who you are, really understand what you want to give to the world, what what impact do you want to bring, and then figure out what makes you different because that is probably the key to surviving in business in general. Like there are so many companies doing the same thing, but guess what? The reason why you choose one over the other is because of their differentiation factor, the thing that sets them apart, the thing that you resonate with that they constantly are telling you why their product is better. Whatever that is, that's why you buy it. I mean, that works for me. Like I pay attention so much to products, how they sell to me, how they're marketing, what they're saying, what their messaging is. And I will really dive deep into their values and like even how they started this company, why they started this company. And it almost makes me want to support them even more to make sure that this company stays in business. So use that to think about your clients. Use that to think about what you can put out there and how you can set your marketing apart because it's just really noisy in the industry. It is becoming quote unquote saturated. There are a lot of people coming but there are also a lot of people leaving. So I feel like it is just like this ecosystem of come and go, you know, come and go, get successful, dial down, scale. Some people leave, some people really scale. And, you know, you just have to figure out where you're at in that process, where you want to be, you know, six months from now. And the last thing I would say is only relying on Instagram. Now we know, and if anyone follows Adam Mosery, you know that he's constantly just keeping us in the know. Like basically, I feel like he's kind of selling us on the fact of like, don't leave Instagram. We have new things coming. We're doing this now. We're doing this now. We're changing this. It's going to be great, you know? And that's probably his job. And the thing is, is for us is like Instagram was such a platform back in its time in the early, I want to say mid 2000s, like 2010s plus, like when it launched. It was just such a huge growth platform and everybody, when they finally launched the business profiles, which I want to say was like 2015, 2014, I want to say that, I could be wrong, but around that time, things exploded for businesses that just dove in and just started creating content. It was so much easier to be discovered back then. There weren't a lot of people putting in the work. Nobody really knew what to do with it and now Everybody knows what to do. There's so much information out there, and which is good. I think that's great. But don't let it be your only source of marketing. Instagram is down constantly. They're changing things. The algorithm is up and down. And if you put all of your efforts into this tiny platform, every time they change something, you're just going to be so set back being like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? I'm not going to get clients. Maybe I should just quit. And it's like, well, don't put all your eggs in one basket, you know? And that's what we talk about a lot in the program too, is cross marketing. You know, you want to have multiple ways of marketing. You want to reach multiple people on all different platforms and having the option of being like, okay, Instagram is down, but these other three marketing platforms are working pretty well for me. So, and then you can even look at your analytics and being like, this is going really good. Let me put a little bit more effort in here, maybe a little less effort on Instagram and then just kind of keep it moving. But you need to be able to be in control of things sometimes. Now I'm not saying you can be in full control of a social media platform. Like that's not, unless you're paying for it, you know, unless you're paying for something, unless you're paying for ads, 
Um, even ads, you know, it's just not controllable. So what are you going to do? The best thing that you can do is make sure that you're just putting everything out there, making sure that you're repurposing content. You don't have to do You don't have to become this content creation machine. You can take old content and you can repurpose it. Six months ago, nobody knows what you posted. I don't. I actually post and like leave. I don't even scroll as much unless I'm on my personal account, which is a whole nother podcast episode of like how I was able to use Instagram as a creator again and not as a consumer because it will suck you in. It's really weird. It'll like warp you in and then you find yourself on here for like an hour and and you're like, okay, I need to do something. I need to get back to my real reality, right? That's just, that's just how social media works. But being able to have other avenues of putting your business out there. And like I said, you don't have to constantly create new content because at least for me, I have very limited energy and I don't want to waste my energy on creating new content all the time. A lot of the times it's repurposed content. When I used to do captions, you know, um, a couple years ago when I was really using Instagram to grow my business and my account, I would circle them. I literally would recycle captions every six months, every six to 12 months. I would have them organized in my Asana. I would have them organized in my notes and whatever captions or whatever posts performed really well, I would literally repost it, maybe change a couple of things and that's that and have it scheduled. You know what I mean? You don't have to burn yourself out trying to figure this out. You're almost making it more harder than it needs to be because sometimes people believe that like, oh, well, if it's not hard, then it's not gonna be successful, which is also not true. So these are the three reasons why your marketing may not be working in your business and it's okay. Um, I'm going to throw in actually two bonus tips because I just thought of them right now. But if you're not booking clients, right, I just talked to a student actually yesterday about this and um, she was like, okay, I'm not like booking clients. I don't know what's going on. And so I said, okay, tell me about your inquiries. Tell me about your conversion rate. Tell me about this. And then more things kept coming out like, oh, I haven't been able to post or I haven't been doing any of this lately. And it's like, you have to do something somewhere somehow. You know, even like if you decide to go on Pinterest, I feel like Pinterest kind of recycles its own content. You don't really know when it was posted, but based on like how it's interacted with, it'll just like come back in the cycle again. So it's definitely something uh, to explore. I think Uh, Pinterest, I feel like is something that has not ever died down and it's not a social media because it's not really a social platform. It's a search engine. You search on it like Google. I like searching on Pinterest more than Google because like aesthetics, you know, but um, Pinterest in that way is much more searchable and I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. It has been here. I don't think it's even had a moment where people are like, I don't, I'm done with Pinterest. Like Pinterest has been thriving no matter what, no matter the pandemic, <laughs> no matter the ups and downs of other social medias, no matter like when TikTok exploded, like Pinterest is is here to stay. Definitely something to explore. And also, you know, figure out where you're putting your efforts that's not working and figure out where you're putting your efforts and it is working. You know, if you have HoneyBook, if you have Dubsado, look into your analytics and see. And if you don't already have this in your contact form, here's some free advice. Definitely put on your contact form somewhere. How did you find me? Because you need to know what marketing avenues are working, aka your referrals is a marketing avenue. So you could say word of mouth, you could say my Instagram, website, Google, wherever your business is present, 
you need to have that option on there and it needs to be asterisked so it's a non-negotiable, like they have to fill that part in and figure out what's working. Is it vendor referrals? Is it Instagram? Is it Google? You know, and how can you put a little bit more effort there, but then also find a way to cross market and pick more avenues in case it feels like things are down, inquiries are down lately. You know, you're only getting a certain amount a month when you used to get this amount a month last year. You know, I, I really believe if you can't tell in looking at the data, because the data really helps you. A lot of times we'll cycle down and just get in our emotions and feelings. And the thing is, is that your thoughts create your actions. So whatever you believe to be true, that's where you're going to put your energy. If you're like, oh, this is working. Let me go create some more stuff. Your thought was, oh, this is working. Let me go do this. Now, if your thought is nothing's working, I'm miserable. I probably should quit. Your action would be to do nothing or quit. So you have to remember to keep, and it sounds like toxic positivity, but it's so crazy. It feels hackable. But if you just constantly believe and just like try to convince yourself that like this is doable, it's possible for me, I'm capable, you really will put the effort in. Your body's like, all right, well, let's go. What are we doing? Let's let's figure this out. Let's research it. Let's join the wedding CEO. And we will help you with that too because uh, the biggest thing I, I think is having multiple marketing avenues. It's gonna be the thing that saves you time and time again. Do you have a website? Is it optimized? Is it converting? Do you have everything in the right place? How are your call to actions? Is it structured to convert? Is it too noisy? Is there too much text? You know, these are things you have to think about as you're stepping into the summer, I think the summer is the best time to make all of these changes and get all these things together because fall season is really, really busy for us Midwesterners. I booked a lot of my weddings in the fall for the following year. And so if you really want to make sure that you're priced accordingly, all your marketing avenues are working for you, and you're able to sell your way to 100K, I feel like now is the best time to do that. The summertime is the best time to set everything up, to get that traction and traffic going. By the time it's the fall, you'll be set to go. Everything will already be getting traffic and constantly being bumped up, and that's the dream. So thanks so much for tuning into this episode. I will be back here next week to give you some more tips and you know marketing strategies and sales strategies because these are the things that are the most important in your business. Yes, having a beautiful brand is great, and we talk about it, and we speak about it, and we show it, but it can only help you for so long. You need to make sure you're actually out there being seen. Like, yes, everything's aesthetically beautiful, but is anybody seeing it? You know, when, when you get on a call, is anybody booking, you know, those are the things that are going to make you money, not just how it looks. Okay. The back end, the structures, the data, all of that stuff is going to be working for you for years to come. And you can use this in any business you ever do. If you decide to eventually retire wedding photography, these strategies and concepts will stay with you forever. These are lifetime concepts. Okay. They'll never leave you. They'll be in your brain 24 seven. You're going to hear my voice being like, Oh, Laura's talking about this. I need to do this. And I'm saying that because my students say that to me all the time. Like I was doing this and I, I thought of you, Alora. I could, I could hear you telling me. And I'm like, good. It's in your brain. It's engraved in your brain. So I will see you next week. Have an amazing day and make sure you make these little small changes so that your marketing starts working for you. I will see you next week. Thank you.